When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory, and I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls lately from uh, family, friends, um, people... um, trying to make contact with me over the internet, through the website, just asking me about the stock market because a lot of people are on edge and not really sure what they should be making of this market action that we've been getting ever since October, ever since we peaked in late September and then the subsequent sell-off ever since. I mean, it's been pretty much nonstop and we've had some bounces in between. But right now, we're testing the lows from February and we thought those lows from February were were really way down there and, and now all of a sudden today, We've tested them. We actually went below them at one point and finished slightly above them. So there's a lot in play here, and it's a very dangerous situation um, in the eyes of a lot of investors because really most people are not equipped to really understand how to manage their money or how to how to trade stocks in a trading environment like this. So what I want to do is I want to go over some of the, the things that I'm seeing, what I would do going forward, and how I'm actually doing it myself. So Right here, you can see, I'm going to show you the S&P 500. The long-term chart of it, if you just look at it from a weekly time frame, it just keeps going up, 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 and up. But you zoom in on the daily time frame, all of a sudden you've got this topping pattern that's going on. And what that is, is basically when markets top and they start to reverse course and go back down, they tend to trade sideways for a long period of time, a lot of choppiness. And that's what we've had a lot of in 2018. And and then all of a sudden, they'll break a key support level and they'll really start falling like what we saw in 2008. So right here, this is one one thing that's very ominous. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's called the death cross on the uh, charts. And it's when the 50-day moving average, that's the, the average closing price of the last 50 days, is less than the average closing price of the last 200 days. So the red line is the 50-day moving average. The white line is the 200-day moving average. And now we've got this thing they call the death cross. And speaking of death cross, you know, I, I always go by these cemeteries. And I can't always help but, but think to myself, you know, how many people are dying to get in there? But anyways, back to the uh, conversation here um, that we're having about the S&P 500. So this is the February lows. We breached it just a little bit today, but we closed above it. The, the big, the important part is that we closed above the February lows. If we don't do that, then it starts to become a, a major issue of where, how far do we drop from there? And so let's talk about that. Let's look at where we could go. And, and what we're looking for here is support levels. Where are the major support levels that people will start getting interested in the stock market if we continue to push lower, if we actually start crashing? 
And where will buyers get interested enough to want to start buying stocks again? So you have, and this is the weekly chart now that I'm looking at. You have a little bit of support here in the 2400, 2480 area, which is about 75 points less than where we're trading at right now. That I don't really see that as being a, a, a consequential trend line at all. But you do have a major, major area of support right in here. So you can make the case, if you look at this support level, going back to 2015-2016, that we may actually fall all the way down there. And it's in conjunction with the 200-week moving average, which would be the, the, the closing price for the average closing price for the last 200 weeks, which is about, what, a little less than four years at about 2350. So you can make a case there that from 2545 we go back down to 2350. That's about another 200 points to go. I could actually see it happening if that does happen. We wipe out pretty much all of the 2017 gains. I mean, there's not going to be much left from the last 2 years or what would most say like the Trump presidency so far. So there's a good chance of that. Now, one of the things that has really given me some pause um and from what we saw today is Utilities, real estate, they tend to be some of like the safe havens of the stock market, your staples uh, sector. That tends to be another uh, safe place for traders or investors to go into when the market's selling off and really taking a beating. Well, today we had this huge sell off and you, you would typically expect, okay, it's probably technology leading the way down or it's healthcare or it is discretionary stocks that are, that are pushing the market down. No. It was utilities. And so far, up until today, utilities had been the, the real strong point in this market. They had held up really well. But now, all of a sudden, they're breaking down. And that's not a good sign either because what happens is, is when, when you start getting your, the safe havens, when they can't even be a bastion of, of, of uh, hope for your, for your capital, when that, when that fails to happen, then all of a sudden... You're really starting to see where there's going to be like real panic start to hit the market and you're going to see a lot more selling. So watch the utilities in the coming days. If it continues to sell off like it is, that means that means the only the only position that's worth having is cash or being short. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've talked about the future support levels. We've talked about how utilities. We've talked about how staples. I mean, look at, look at staples here. If I can type it here, there we go. Um, staples again. This should be a safe place, like your WalMarts, your your the places that make like the toilet paper and the the household essentials. Those are still going to get bought in a recession, but and and so they will usually hold up pretty well. But here you got staples just getting just destroyed today and the and on Friday too. So another another huge concern there. Now, one of the things I tell people because I always get this message here. And I really don't know how to help people when they, when they come to me about it, but they'll say, where should I get out at if, if this market continues to get, go, go lower. And really the, the, the best thing is if the market continues to get up, go keep going lower, you should have gone out a lot earlier. But 
for me, I'm a trader. I keep a lot. I've been trade, trading short pretty much all month long. So I'm actually up on the month. And it's been a great month. It's been one of the uh, better months of the year for me. And from a from just a precise trading standpoint, in terms of how I feel about how well I've been trading, it's been a pretty darn good month. I think I've hit winners on 70% of my trades. And that's to the long and short side because I've ridden one of the bounces so far this month that didn't last too long, but it still produced some profits. Um, but you have to... You have to be willing to be flexible when even as an investor, whether it's an IRA or 401k or, or some, some other kind of retirement vehicle where you're investing in things like investment funds or mutual funds, you need to be able to pull up in the S&P 500 chart. And I tell people all this, this all the time and no one really likes to do it, but you need to know where is the line in the sand for you? Where are you going to say, okay, we've been on a rally for the last nine years. It's been great since March of 2009. Where am I going to get out if this thing starts to head south again? Because you don't want to really test, you know, a 20 or 30 percent drawback. And just for uh, reference points here, the S&P to date is down 4.8 percent on the year. The Dow is down four and a half percent on the year. The Nasdaq's down 2.2 percent on the year. And the Russell is down a whopping there actually in correction territory. If you just look at it from the uh, returns on the year so far, 10.2 percent now. Where it gets really interesting is where is the market at so far this year as it pertains to uh, the sell-off from the highs? So that's basically where, where we're at, you know, the September highs there. How far have we fallen? The S&P, which is your large caps, that's fallen about 13.5%. And the Russell is actually in a bear market now. The Russell is your small caps. That's down over 20%. So you actually have a full-fledged correction in the small caps right now. And that's one of the reasons why I don't really touch the small caps of late because they've just been so volatile. They've been the, the lesser of between the, the, the two between the large caps and small caps. So I've been trying to stay more towards the S&P 500 plays. And, um, but in any case, know in advance where you're going to get out. Know where you're going to draw the line in the sand. So... Right here, right now, if we get like a weekly close, let's just look at it from a weekly standpoint. You can see this topping pattern. We've been going up, 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 up. And then all of a sudden, for late 2017 and all of 2018, you got like a double top pattern where you got two peaks at the equal points. And then you have a sideways pattern that really wants to break down here. And so if the February lows breaks, that should be for a lot of people the line in the sand. But it's not only knowing about what what the line in the sand is going to be, where you're going to get out. But you also need to know where you're going to get back in because if we have a, just a break below the February lows and maybe we go 100 points down below and then we bounce back up, you got to know when you're going to get back in as well. So know when you're, where you're going to get out, know where you're going to get back in. And the, and the answer is going to be different for everybody. This is a one that's probably going to work for a lot of people, this topping pattern here, but it's not going to work for everyone. And it's going to depend a lot upon your 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 frame of mind or your your how how much time do you have to work with for me i'm not going to be retiring for a long time because i'm still pretty young and i have a lot of uh time to work with so i'm not i'm not really looking to play every kind of you know dip or pullback in the market on some of my long-term accounts instead you know i'll ride with those but then in my trading accounts i will i will trade the um the movements and actually buffer the losses with my trading accounts that i might be sustaining and my some of my long-term accounts and usually i come out ahead as a result so in any case um 
be aware that we could continue to sell off hard here. What's my gut instinct tell me? Well, I think probably towards the year end here, uh, we're down pretty hard this month. I mean, December's on pace to be the worst trading month of the year, and that's never happened before. Um, never happened December being the worst month. It's usually one of the better months. I actually don't think that'll happen. I actually think that probably either later this week or sometimes next, you'll probably start seeing a rally in the market. I think one of the good chances that you'll see happen is that the Fed's under a lot of pressure, right? But they can't really succumb to the pressure that Trump's been putting on them about, hey, stop raising the rates. You're killing the economy. They need to act independent of the presidency. And even though uh, Jerome Powell was appointed by Trump, he's trying to establish that independence from him. So I think what you're going to see is that they're going to, unfortunately, raise rates again. It's going to hurt uh, buying power. It's going to hurt our uh, position with China as we try to negotiate um, a close to the, the trade war. But he's going to do it because he wants to keep that mindset. Yeah, we're independent. But what I think you're going to see in the press conference and I think what you're going to see in the FOMC statement is some very dovish comments, meaning that they're going to uh, make it very clear that they're probably going to be done raising the rates. They want to uh, embolden traders to get back into the market. So I think there's a good chance with all the doom and gloom ahead of the, the FOMC statement that's coming out by, uh, on Wednesday, I think there's a good chance that we actually rally as a result. And I think that could possibly take us into year end. And then, of course, maybe it's a dead cap bounce and we start the, re, uh, the downtrend again after that. But we'll see. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard to predict the next day of trading, much less what's next month or next year is going to be. But nonetheless, a lot of this is up to you. You have to know where you're going to get out at in the market. And you can't just wait for the market to turn bad to, to decide that. You have to decide well in advance, okay, if the market was to start going back down today, where would I get out at? And that should always be adjusted based on the current market condition. So if the market rallies up another 10%, then your line in the sand should, should change as well. So and I'll give you this last one here. This is the monthly chart of the S&P 500. This is 2009's lows. Look what's happening right now. We've had a pretty good trend line going on here, and now it's being broken today. So where we close at the end of the month is going to be key. Can we close back above this trend line? Who knows? But uh, we have still some time to work with. So get to work. Figure out what you're tolerant of, what you can handle. Draw that line in the sand and know where you're going to get out if things get really uh, bad. All right? Y'all have any questions, feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com. Thanks and God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you and God bless.